Chapter 11 of The Outdoor Girls at Foaming Falls. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Outdoor Girls at Foaming Falls by Laura Lee Hope. Chapter 11. We were just going, Molly told the two old people. You needn't move on any farther unless you care to. While Molly was speaking, the other girls cleared the big rock of the remains of their lunch. Now Molly motioned toward it invitingly. Plenty of room for us all, she added. If you're quite sure, we wouldn't be putting you out now, the old lady demurred. Nonsense, my dear. It was the old gentleman who settled the matter. He'd been carrying a hamper evidently filled with lunch. This he set upon the ground and wiped his perspiring face with a big bandana. If the gals are all through, we likely won't be bothering them much. It's right kind of you to make room for us, he added, speaking directly to Molly. Molly disclaimed all merit on her part and led them over to where the other girls waited curiously. They made room for the old couple and would have helped them to get settled comfortably had they shown a disposition to accept such aid. But it did not take the outdoor girls long to see that their new acquaintances were very independent in spite of their age, or perhaps because of it, and would not relish assistance from any source whatever. There was more than this curious trait to stimulate the girls' curiosity concerning the old couple. For one thing, they were dressed in a manner usually associated with youth. They wore sports suits and putties with soft old felt hats pulled down over their eyes. The only difference between them was that the old lady wore a short sports skirt, quite evidently a sop to the conventions of yesterday. And the eyes of these two were young, as young, so the girls instinctively felt, as the hearts of the old couple would always be. The old lady opened the hamper and drew forth a huge sandwich. This she handed to the old gentleman with the admonition not to spill the fillings out of it. Then she cocked a whimsical eye at the girls and proceeded to answer their unspoken question. Suppose you wonder why two old folks like us go wandering over the country like a couple of silly young ones, eh? Tis sort of unusual. But pa and me, we got tired of staying to home so much. While the children was young, we had to, but now that they're married off, Seems like it's time for us to have a little fun. So we just go gypsying over the country, picnicking like you see us now. And from present appearances, seems like we was getting younger by the minute. Leastways, that's the way we feel. Have a bite? She asked hospitably, holding out her basket. The girls declined, saying that they had already eaten far too much for comfort. We must run along, I'm afraid, said Molly. She spoke regretfully, and indeed the girls were sincerely sorry that they might not improve the acquaintance of this queer and likable old couple. If we don't get started now, said Stella, with a glance at her wristwatch, it will be dark before we get to Foaming Falls. No telling how many punctured tires we may have on the way, added Grace. She got up reluctantly. How cheerful of you, Gracie. Amy remarked as she gathered up odd scraps of paper and piled them up to burn before leaving. Anyway, we have a couple of spares for emergencies. You say you're going to Foaming Falls? asked the old woman, 
regarding them curiously with her bright old eyes. That's sort of strange. Paul and me hails from there, though we don't never stay there long enough at a stretch to get rightly acquainted. What part of Foman Falls are you aiming at visiting? The old stone house on the bank of the river, Grace responded. Mr. Sibley's place. Both of the old people stared perceptibly. The old lady put down the sandwich she was eating, the better to stare at them. The old stone house, she said, almost in a whisper. Why, you never mean you're going there. Why not? Molly questioned, a little disturbed by the manner and the words of the old lady. The roof is rainproof, isn't it? I couldn't say as to that. Ain't never been near enough to rattle a tail. And I ain't aiming to go near that place neither. The girls were puzzled. They exchanged glances of bewilderment. What makes you talk like that? Irene demanded. Is there some mystery about the place? Mystery, Stella scoffed before the old lady could answer. I guess my father would know if there was some mystery about the place. If he ain't visited Foman Falls lately, there ain't no reason why he should know, said the woman. By this time, the old gentleman had satisfied his hunger to some extent and so could take a more active interest in the proceedings. If I was you, Ma, he remonstrated, I wouldn't go filling the gals' heads with all sorts of ghastly yarns. Won't do no good as far as I can see. Twill do some good if it keeps him from going to that house, retorted the old woman with a flash of her eyes and a defiant toss of her head. Anyways, I can at least warn him. Warn us against what? asked Molly, trying to be patient. What terrible thing is the matter with the house anyway? Enough, responded the old lady solemnly. That old house at Foman Falls has got a haunt. A what? gasped the girls together. She means it's haunted, Amy said wonderingly. Now, what? And Molly gave a sudden squeal of delight. <gasps> oh, holly jolly, now I know we're going to enjoy ourselves, Grace chuckled. We certainly will give that haunt the time of his young life, she said. The old lady regarded the girls with astonishment, while in the eyes of the old gentleman grew a dawning admiration. You mean, said the former, that after all I've told you, you still expect to go to Foman Falls? And the old stone house, said Molly lightly. Of course we do. Why not? The old gentleman chuckled and looked around at the group of eager young faces. Do y'all feel the same about it? He queried. Of course, they chorused. It was almost as though they felt affronted by such a question. <laughs> Bye, Cricket. The old gentleman slapped a gnarled and wrinkled fist upon his bony knee. If you ain't gals after my own heart, I'm a... Don't you dare say it, Samuel, the old lady interrupted. I'm surprised at you setting such an example to these young ladies. Just the same, and she turned solemn again as she looked at the girls. I think you're just plumb foolish if you'll excuse an old woman for saying so. 
I ain't a finicky or nervous sort myself, but it would take a heap of urging to get me near that place. Now let me tell you. Irene sat down cross-legged before the old lady and fixed a pair of dancing eyes upon her. Tell us about the haunt, she coaxed. I never met one before, and I'd like to be able to recognize him when I do. Irene, why ask for trouble, put in Molly, knowing as she spoke that it was useless to prevent the mischievous girl from indulging her whim. What we don't know won't hurt us, you know. What we don't know won't hurt us either, as you know very well, returned Irene, making an impudent face at the older girl. Anyway, I don't intend to be cheated out of a perfectly good ghost story. I think you'd better do as Molly says, observed Amy, but her protest was unheeded. The old lady had already begun her story. It began with Jasper Hill. He was the one first saw the rocking chair. The rocking chair, cried the girls as the storyteller paused and again regarded them solemnly. What rocking chair? I'll tell you, the old woman replied in a tone of reproof. If you'll please give me time. I wish you wouldn't, Ma, the old gentleman protested weakly. I know tain't right. The old lady treated this protest with the contemptuous silence she evidently thought it deserved. The rocking chair, she continued, regarding her audience intently, sets all by itself in the front room. You can see it any time you have the courage to go up the front walk. And it's just as plain on moonlit nights. Yes, yes, they cried breathlessly, all of them fascinated now. Well, it seems one time Jasper Hill. He's the mail clerk at Foman Falls, happened to be passing the old house, and he had a curiosity to look in at the front window. He goes up the porch and looks in the window. She paused, and the girls edged nearer. What did he see? queried Irene beneath her breath. He see that old rocking chair, said the old lady triumphantly. And it was rocking away just like there was someone sitting in it. And the moonlight was streaming over it and making it plump ghastly, I can tell you. Oh, so it was at night? put in Amy. Yes, didn't I say so? The old lady was evidently irritated by the interruption. Jasper says as how he could feel the hair beginning to stand up on his scalp. You know how it does when you're terrible scared. Well, he gives one yell and gets away from that place like the old Nick was after him. Please get, let me get this straight, said Grace, as though she were learning a lesson at school. You said the rocking chair was rocking? But there was no one sitting in it? Ma nodded, well pleased with the sensation she was making. Not a soul, she answered. But there may have been some tramps in the house or something, said Stella, hugely excited. One of them may have been sitting in the chair, and when he heard someone coming, hit himself. The look the old lady bestowed upon the girl was almost pitying. 
In that case, the chair would stop rocking a second or two after the person got up who'd been sitting in it, she pointed out. But this chair didn't stop. It kept on rocking easy and gentle and steady, like someone was sitting in it reading a book or knitting. By this time, none of the girls was as gay as at the beginning of Ma's story. Was this Jasper Hill the only one who saw the chair rock? Molly asked. Bless you, no, child. There was a many who went back in the daytime, never at night, mine, and they saw the same thing. Now, no one goes there no more. If you enter that old stone house, she sank her voice to a sepulchral whisper. You got more courage than I've got, nor yet anyone else at Foman Falls. End of chapter 11. Read by Heather McKee. Olympia, September 7th, 2022.